Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has successfully revived tiny 24,000-year-old microorganisms buried under Siberian permafrost. Tiny specks of white hidden underfoot, rings of cilia lined up to blow frozen kisses against the earthy, dirty glass. Sword, stored, thawed, we break you from your frigid tomb, dissecting desiccation with eager fingers that graze the possibilities of this discarded lifelessness. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Current Biology, which has found a species of microorganism that can not only withstand being frozen, but which can also persist for at least 24,000 years in the Siberian permafrost, survive, and be cloned. Bidelloid rotifers are microscopic aquatic animals. They are easily recognised by their characteristic creeping like an inchworm or a leech, and in total there are over 450 discovered species. Bidelloids are distinguished from related groups of rotifers by the fact that they are exclusively female, reproducing via parthenogenesis, a cloning process by which embryos develop from unfertilized eggs, and also their ability to survive in dry, harsh environments by entering a state of cryptobiosis, a reversible state of light characterized by the ceasing of all metabolic processes, allowing survival for periods of intense, adverse conditions. The capacity for bedelloid rotifers to survive in a frozen state for up to a decade has long been known to scientists, but in this study, researchers were able to show that they can survive in a frozen state for much longer time periods. By collecting ice cores recovered from northeastern Siberian permafrost and then using radiocarbon dating techniques, researchers were able to identify bedelloid rotifers that were approximately 24,000 years old. Back in the lab, these ancient bedelloid rotifers were thawed, whereupon they functioned as usual and continued to reproduce through parthenogenesis. This research serves as proof that multicellular animals could withstand tens of thousands of years in cryptobiosis, And while such technologies are still a long way from being a reality, this work presents an exceptional opportunity to investigate the basic foundations of long-term cryopreservation in a human context. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Tiny specks of white hidden underfoot, rings of cilia lined up to blow frozen kisses against the earthy, dirty glass. Sword, stored, thawed, we break you from your frigid tomb, dissecting desiccation with eager fingers that graze the possibilities of this discarded lifelessness.
this section of the podcast, I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading The Librarian Decides on Cryonics by Judith Skillman. Judith Skillman is an American poet who was born in 1954 in Syracuse, New York State. She holds a master's in English literature from the University of Maryland, and her poetry collections include Beethoven and the Birds, published in 1996, Prisoner of the Swifts, published in 2007, and Came Home to Winter, published in 2019. She is the winner of many poetry awards, including the Eric Matteo King Fund from the Academy of American Poets, and has received grants from the Centrum Foundation, King County Arts Commission, and Artist Trust. Skillman is also a translator from the French, most notably of the poet Anne-Marie Derez. The Librarian Decides on Cryonics, by Judith Skillman. Just his head stuffed with children's books, and the thin yellow cards of the catalogue, tissue ruffled and scored with red letters of microfiche, right and left halves, aisles where the bad novels grew worse, and the good novels go unread. And not that it was easy to make this decision, when he met the cryologist at a party, it was doubt and mixed drinks, the cherry of the lush present dangling on its thin stem into their glasses. Just talk. That's when the books reached into his life with their thin jackets and took his loved ones one by one, a father, an aunt, the grandmother whose jellies well deserved their local reputation. It became obvious, the fragility of life, the slim volumes filled with their choices, to die or be frozen, freeze-dried. He'll have a new body though. It's expensive to freeze a body, one so footnoted with cancer and bad vision as his will be. Hats off then to the librarian, his head that is, strapped in a steel urn in a one-way glass building, catalogued and paid up through 2200. With all the time in the world to kill and the entire backlog of the humanities to take his time on, thawing out and catching up. Thank you for listening to The Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.